listeners, before we get to this next episode, we have a huge announcement for our PWRP podcast. We have launched a Patreon page! Woo! Yes, please make sure to look in the show notes for a link to the page, as well as check us out on our social media, and you can see a video explaining why we launched a Patreon in the first place. And now, to your episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Standby lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. Hello! Yay! Yay! Welcome back. Happy day, everybody. Yes, even though this is going to be a week late. Today's the day that we uh, decided we were going to be a normal country and have a normal president. Yes. Yay! Celebrating, <laughs> and tonight we're ordering cookies uh-huh. and maybe drinking in a positive way. First time yeah, in months. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome back to Pretend World's Real People. Uh, I'm Tyler. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are rejoicing in this wonderful, wonderful Saturday uh, with somebody I had met earlier this year who uh, has a very diverse career and somebody I'm really looking forward to talking to, I'd like to introduce Pam Renault. Hello, everyone. Hi. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for coming in. Oh, my God. So uh, we we talked about, you know, uh, Mr. B a second ago. (laughs) So I feel feel like we should just go to it right now. That sounds great. We love it. Yes. Okay, so the reason I have this photo with Mr. Joe Biden (laughs) is when I was an executive at um, a company that did all of the advertising for the movie theaters for AMC Regal Cinemark. We did all the pre-show ads. I worked very closely with the studios, all the networks, um, and I did a public service announcement for something Joe Biden was working on um, with campuses and just safety on campuses for students, and I got invited to the White House, (laughs) so... (laughs) I went, my boss is like, you have to go. So yeah. I, I got sniffed by dogs three times. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and then I got, I was waiting for the press conference to start and this girl came over and she was like, are you Pam? So I was like, yeah, she's like, come back here. So I go backstage and all these lights are flashing and I was so confused and there was Joe Biden and he grabs my hand. He's like, Pam, thank you so much for running this. I heard one of the theater chains was giving you a hard time. I almost had to kick somebody's ass. (laughs) (laughs) I know, we got you covered. And so that's why in this picture, I look so confused because I was like, I have no idea what's happening. And then we started like House Washington. I'm like, good, but it's raining and my hair is so big. And, and then Apparently, we're late starting the press conference because we're talking about how big my hair is. Um, <laughs> right. So, isn't that funny? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh so, you have not only met Vice President Joe Biden, but you have now met President elect <laughs> Joe Biden. Woo-hoo! I know. You kept that photo. I know. <laughs> so, thing, right? so, uh, <laughs> so uh, it, I mean, I had to get that out there because mm-hmm. I was just going to think about it for the rest of the, the episode until we got to it. But, um, First, uh, let's tell our listeners, you know, what you do, what you have done. Uh, who, who is Pam Renault? Yeah, sure. Well, I am, I'm originally from Philadelphia. I actually grew up doing acting, doing musical theater. Nice. And, um, it's funny, when I was eight, people used to say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be an actress and an oceanographer. But clearly, the acting part stuck, but now the most I get on oceanography is like watching Shark Week on <laughs> <laughs> of like acting underwater or something you know <laughs> exactly oh we could start a new trend here there you okay. go <laughs> a bubble line be safe from COVID down there exactly so, right 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I've been in Colorado. I finished high school and college out here. I've been married 20 years. My husband's from New Zealand. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I love going to visit my in-laws. So oh that's my God. Fun. Um, we have a couple fat rescue dogs, but, um, throughout my career, <laughs> I ended up, I ended up, I was working at Charles Schwab as a stockbroker, mm. And then I somehow ended up as writing and producing a national children's television show on Dish Network for two years. Which one? And it was called Dish for Kids and okay. partnered with Turner Networks nice. and the Cartoon Network. We did a lot of Johnny Bravo. The cartoon would give us yes. shout outs a lot. That's awesome. <laughs> and promote for kids, like all the different programming available because it was kind of overwhelming when Dish first came out with like, you know, all these different channels. So that was kind of fun. I ended up back at Schwab and then I missed the entertainment industry. So randomly again, ended up at this job in doing the um, advertising in cinema for before the movie starts. Nice. And are those the, are, when you talk about ads, I mean, it's obviously not the trailer. So it's like all of the little clips before the trailers even start for us nerds who get there super early. That was me. And that's amazing. I used to love the Coke trivia, right? Yes. I'm like, oh, the trivia, the trivia. And they said, oh, to advertise on our big screen, call this number. I'm like, that'd be a cool company to work for. Yeah. Randomly mentioned it to someone, got an interview, and I was there 13 years. I was vice president. What? Um, wow. And that's why I think you'll see some of those photos I have. I was on a lot of red carpets. Um, yeah. Yeah. They ended up saying, let her interview some celebrities while she's there. It kept, like, the acting kept sort of reintroducing itself to me. Over sure. And a friend of mine was a chairman of one of the studios and he's like, you're on the wrong side of the camera. You need to be like pursuing the acting thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. I haven't done it since I was younger. And I ended up leaving the company and I was like, let me throw my headshots out there. It's a passion I've had since I was a little kid. Like I just, it's the thing you think about all the time. Like I wish I was doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Only if I, and then I just did it and it just, those doors just all opened. So I went through those. That's amazing. Holy cow. So how long have you been like back into acting? Um, four years. So in nice. 2016, yep. And then I threw my headshots out there. And then my husband, of course, doesn't know the side of me, right? Because he only knows like the corporate American. Right, right. <laughs> I want to be an actress. And he's like, okay, what, what the bloody hell are you talking about? <laughs> And he's like, what do we think we're going to see you on the big screen? And then like three days later, MTV calls and they're like, we saw your stuff on backstage. Would you be you know, interested in auditioning for the, I'm like, okay. And my husband is like, what? That's amazing. This kept happening. Yeah. And then, um, 2019, I was, I joined SAG, um, which is definitely interesting in the current COVID times because sure. of the rules um but yeah so that's what i've been doing and i've been on some fantastic projects some um, short films feature films and i've met amazing people like you guys do awesome <laughs> yeah, it's been fun i've learned a lot i've taken a lot of classes because i think as actors we you know it, people make it look so easy and i thought jumping back in i can do that and it's it's hard <laughs> sure well and and this i feel like i mean being a theater person i don't know enough about film but i feel like that's constantly changing and they're coming up with so many new tricks and techniques and things and so you got to be able to keep up with it um yeah yeah and we uh i had met you for faith hibbs clark's uh seminar yeah it's like yeah yeah so like do you have um i guess a, a grand goal to kind of go into more television more film are you like loving independent projects? 
good question. All of the above. Mm -hmm. uh, I think for me, just personally, I want to be on Disney. <laughs> yes. I have just always, I want to be like a Disney mom. It's uh. like, I just auditioned. Oh my goodness. No. Wait, what did you just audition for? It was for a small part. No parts are small, but it was for a part in the high school musical series. Um, but I was like, oh my God, because I just keep saying like, I just want the chance. I love this auditioning uh. so much. I have so much fun and I practice, you know? So then the audition came I'm like, oh, this is happening. Now I have to start upping my, my wish to the universe of like, okay, now I want to book it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm getting the chance. Totally. So um, yeah, I just really, I love it. And I want to be like on a, I'd love a recurring role on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that because like looking at you and this being the first time I've met you, I can totally see you as a Disney yep. mom. Yep. Like you have that presence <laughs> and that look. I love that idea. That is yeah, I would love it. And I would love to be like, yeah, I just love being in projects in any capacity. Like I'm thrilled to be like, if I'm the girl that gets to say, oh, the bathroom's over there. I'd be uh -huh. thrilled, you know? <laughs> so I just love, as you guys yeah. know, in the industry, like I just love being involved in a project, yeah, like sure. whatever it is, like I love it. I think it's so much fun and great energy and yeah. What have you been in? Or are you not allowed to say yet? Oh no, I can okay. so, um, so I've been, I've done a lot of indie films. Okay. Um, actually that's pretty much the majority of what I've done over the last few years. I've been in some fantastic projects. Um, one of my favorite ones was I did um, a, a movie called Unmarked and it was written, produced, directed, filmed, everything by Alec Ibarra. And he was 13 at the time. And he wrote this fantastic project. He literally, this kid's a prodigy. He did the whole thing himself, funded it himself. Um, and it was about bullying and it was a true story. And I played a really mean teacher in it. <laughs> um, and we did the premiere and this woman from the press said, she's like, I'm glad I met you before I watched this because I seriously want to slap you. I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's really interesting just for just, to, I love telling stories where it makes somebody go, huh, like I never thought about that. Like there's two yeah. sides to it. It's really yeah. interesting. Um, and then most recently we just filmed, so this is pretty cool. And just to your exact point about how things are changing, right? Yeah. So in COVID, like can't really be on set. It's very, it's, it's a tricky situation. So um, Christy Gaino and Laura Carson had written this full feature comedy called Invisible. It's so funny. And we did a table read, but we did it virtually. Okay. And we filmed and edited the table read. So when you slap somebody, their box like spun. Oh, fun! <laughs> so we did a Q&A afterwards because some of the stars in it with us were Will Forte and oh, Jim Rash and Ethan oh. and Tony Cavallero. Yeah, it's like there's like it's an awesome cast. Like everybody was great, and we had fantastic local talent too. Sure, um, everyone did a great job. It was so fun and unique and so different. Um, and so now the goal is to get a studio, um, you know, someone to pick up the script and actually make it. But people keep watching it, thinking that's the finished product. We're like, no, that's the table feed. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. So it's something we could like find on YouTube or something. Um. We, it was a fundraiser. We partnered okay. with um, the Actors Fund and the Will Rogers Motion Picture Foundation. Uh -huh. But I could probably send you a link if you want to watch the q &A. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We're huge Jim Rash fans, yeah. too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys, yeah. It's Oh, it's so funny. It's great. I wonder if we could do it again. He was yeah. so funny. And, and Krista used to be the executive director at the Groundlings in L.A. So these are her, you know, her, her people. Oh, yeah. so, they were so nice and we're like, yeah, we'll come play. And it took it to a whole other level because we're like, oh my God, these guys are so good. And it was That's really fun. incredible. So 
And I was going to ask you, you know, with, with COVID happening, what have you been doing this year? What's your day to day like? Uh, it seems like you've been doing a lot of projects, especially this year from what I've seen on Instagram. But uh, like, like what's, what's your day to day like now? So I feel like I see a lot of your audition tapes and a lot, you've put out a blooper reel, which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, what, what's, what's, what's your, uh, what's your sun up, sundown routine? Um, good question. Things have changed a lot and I, um, I ended up getting, I like to be really busy, right? And I'm a worker bee. And then when COVID hit, I was like, what are we, I can't go anywhere. And I, I just left my job. I was working at NBC Universal for the past year, um, running their studio fulfillment operations locally here. And I left right when COVID hit. So I was like, what am I going to do? I signed up for all these classes. I figured this is a golden moment in time where the casting directors, they have nothing to do. They're not, mm-hmm. like they were connecting with the actors. So I was on literally like every day I was signing up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this one and this one and these workshops and learning and they're giving you feedback on your reels. And I, I just like literally immersed myself for months. Then I got agent um, in LA and a manager, KJ yeah, amazing management. And um, just to help me further my career, because I feel like there's like, I don't know what I don't know. Um, right. So I did that. And then I ended up getting myself a temp job at this company called Conga. And I was kind of, you know, helping out. And they just last week offered me a full-time job. They created a role for me. So I'm a senior analyst of their operations. So I'm doing that. And it's a flexible schedule. Um, That's awesome. Unlimited paid time off, but not more than three weeks in a row. Um, (laughs) It allows for my acting. And yeah, I've been just doing like auditions that come up. I have a new agent also in Utah, um, um, Stars Talent Studio. And she's been throwing a ton of auditions out, um, which has been great. And to me, again, this is practice. And I I study with um, Rebecca Wiggins um, with her Chubbuck technique. And that's, again, I think you were talking this a little bit earlier, but and then we met at Faith Hibbs Clark because um, she really focuses on the communication method and then the scientific piece, which I think is fascinating. And then I really like studying so many different pieces so I can like, I pull pieces from everything, right? And then I study, you know, with Laura Carson and, and, and Chris Gano and just learning just different pieces. And I'm taking a class next Monday on like Stella Adler through the DCPA. I just like to learn nice. as much as I can. That's kind of what I'm doing. And then um, some of my actor friends, if they have self-tapes, they show up. We got our masks on. We film. I have, oh, do you want to see my self-tape studio? Hold on. Yes. This is what I turned my husband's <gasps> fan cave into this. Hold yeah, on. you can did. You Good Carol. for you. Wait, oh my you God. I'm yeah, to that's okay, awesome. That's She's yeah, got like so a blue screen, everybody, and like a huge ring light and all oh like it looks God. like a legit photo slash self-tape studio. It's awesome. Let's go for his man cave. I love it. <laughs> well, my friend Megan Elizabeth Kelly, she's like a phenomenal actor, but she's always over here filming her auditions and everything. And my husband's like, You girls are pigs, there's scripts everywhere. We're <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, so can we go back? Cause I'm really curious about your just journey. Um, how did you get into acting and musical theater when you were young? And then what was it that brought you into Charles Schwab? And then, you know, like how do you, sure. cause, cause I think the biggest thing for especially young folks in the business and whatever, and especially now, a lot of us feel like we don't have any other skills. We don't know, we can't get another job because I don't know how to be a bank manager or a stockbroker, you know what I mean? So like, what, what did, how did that happen for you? Um, good. That's a great question and a really good point actually. Um, so I grew up doing musical theater and it's so funny because I really can't sing to save my life. But one of my, my fifth grade music teacher, Miss Wilson, I still call her that, but she's like, you were just so confident. Like, yeah. I'm going to be in the show and 
we did and we just sang and I loved performing and rehearsing and I loved our group and um and then I ended up moving to Colorado and I kind of didn't touch it for a long time my dad passed away when I was 17 and I just didn't really Mm-hmm. really do anything that I loved for a long time, I guess. I went to college at CSU, studied speech pathology and audiology. Um, wow. Yep, my sign language is it's not very good, but I still work on it. Some of my deaf, fantastic actor friends are amazing, and they yeah. know it's so bad, but we kind of, we somehow understand each other really yeah. well. Um, I ended up in the summer doing, again, like a temp job. That's how, that's how I got at Charles Schwab, too. I was working as a temp job for the summer going to go to graduate school and then Charles Schwab offered me a full-time job. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, that's interesting. I don't really know much about finance. And I ended up, I was there for years. Um, I learned a lot. And I think there's so many different skill sets. It's not just a stockbroker or an analyst. Right. Because of that, I was able to like manage projects. Um, and then I ended up, because I liked the project management piece, there was a role at Dish Network where a friend worked and she's like, you should come over. And then I somehow ended up writing and producing a television show. I feel like if you're open to opportunities, right. I feel like we so easily box ourselves in like, no, I can't do that. I was right. like, well, I can do it. I'll try it. Yeah. And I'm always like, okay, I'll try it. How though, um, I guess my other big thing is, is like, how do you prove to people who don't understand what you did before that you are capable of doing those jobs? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, the way you're speaking, it sounds like a lot of those things were handed to you. And, and I, I don't want to, diminish like the actual work that you did and whatnot, you know? Um, I think you have to show them. And I think because like, like just for example, right? So you guys are putting together this podcast, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's preparation. It's organizing. It's preparing. It's scheduling. It's managing projects. It's managing people. It's, it's like, those are huge skill sets. Right. And if you outline that instead of just saying, oh, we're creative, we do this. You do a lot of work. Yeah. And I think you have to sometimes just spell out what that means because some people really just don't know. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, no, I handled this, they're like, oh great. That completely translates over to any industry, really. Those are the same skill sets. You're great with people, right? You're great with, you know, thinking on the fly and responding and communicating. Right. right? I mean, those are huge skill sets. And those that's how I would tailor a resume. It doesn't have to be specific to just that right. Type that makes sense right yeah what was your uh i guess did you have a huge influence even going back to not even maybe musical theater but just arts in general is there something maybe a a film or a theater piece you watch or somebody you watched on tv i see you have audrey hepburn behind you Mm -hmm. is there something that influenced you to just really dive into the creative arts um i think when i was little (laughs) this is so funny so it's probably the same age because I'm saying when I was like eight or ten, like yeah. an actor because I was obsessed with Greece. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Every weekend, my my my, God, my sister and I would be like, we want to see Greece, and so my dad's like, oh no, again. So we must have seen it like 32 times, like, and we'd see it again on set. Like I was always watching Greece, and then like. This is actually kind of funny now. My mom's like, which one of you girls was a hooker for Halloween? I'm like, mom, I was bad Sandy. I was bad Sandy, not a hooker, okay? Sandy, I like that she's bad Sandy. I was bad Sandy. And my black leggings, I have a picture of it. I was bad Sandy. I, I love that. I'm like, mom, I was bad Sandy. Um, I loved Grease so much. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be in musicals. And I, and it just sort of, I loved it so much that that sort of, I was like, oh, and then in fifth grade, they were doing plays and I auditioned. And, and I think because nobody told me 
I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. You know, because I think awesome. as you get older, you start to, we're our own worst critics, right? I'm mm -hmm. like, even now I'm like, oh, I can't sing, but I'm going to try some singing lessons. But I'm like, we're our own worst critic and we have to get that out and just be like, I'm doing it. That's you know, yeah, nothing to lose. And yeah. talking to people. And I think as far as like, you know, younger people that are thinking, okay, well, I can't film right now. This is happening. What are my other skill sets? Honestly, the temp job was kind of interesting because, well, I, I had an interesting situation where everyone's like, well, you're an executive. You're overqualified. You don't want to do this. I'm like, well, don't mm -hmm. tell me what I want to do. I want a job that I can do a great job at. Mm -hmm. Give me, give me a chance, you know, and right. these agencies I was in and then I showed them and they're like, okay, yeah. You can do it. Yeah. I have the skill sets. I could do it. And I don't care. Call me whatever you want. End of the day, I want a job that I enjoy doing and I right. feel successful in, you know? Right. Yeah. And you, I mean, especially this year, you found representation in multiple states, which uh, I feel like rarely goes around because people are saying, oh, you know, we want to limit it to whoever's in state instead of, you know, saying, oh, can you fly out for an out of state right. audition right. before, well, before COVID. Uh, so do you think that, you know, your skill set you've developed over your career helped, uh, well, in addition to your talent, uh, attain this like multiple representation portfolio? Like how, how did that come about? Cause I'm speaking as an actor myself for listeners who are just now getting into it. <laughs> I want to know how, how did you do it? <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, it's hard with like, you're like the age of 50. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be an actress. You know, everyone's like, what? Are you doing? Uh -huh. <laughs> doing it. I love it. It makes me happy. And yeah. And to me, like, I guess it depends on how you're defining success too, right? For me, like, I just want the chance and it makes yeah. me happy. I love playing and auditioning and helping, you know, my friends audition. We have so much fun. But I think um, as far as representation goes, yeah, I think it's like, you know, I'm taking the classes and the branding and I've tried, like I said, I try to learn as much as I can because I'm like, okay, that makes sense. If I was an agent, I'm looking for someone that is confident, that you know, is dedicated, that's going to put in the work and go for it. And that's kind of how I try to present myself and being like, okay, there's probably a million like 50 year old blonde moms, but Hey, but I'm really dedicated. And yeah, I may not have booked all these things yet, but I'm going to make it happen. And, and I tried to connect with them, you know, and just try to build a relationship before I actually met them. And I think to your point too, with COVID, a lot of it is being filmed well, I think it also is going to offer us a different opportunity when things open up. Because right now I am seeing things where they'll say, I auditioned for something for HBO. And then the question was, I'm like, well, I could be local higher in New York. They're like, but where are you based? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they don't want you to fly out. And I completely understand that, you know, right now. And I don't blame them. I kind of don't really want to be traveling that much either. But I think when this lifts a little bit and maybe the vaccine's out and people feel better, I feel like because it's so efficient to film um, audition remotely that it will open the doors for us in so many different markets because they'll be like, great, let's see other talent. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then where before they're like, oh, we'll just drive in for an audition the same day. Now they've opened that, right? right. So I feel like that is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but as far as getting representation, I research different people that I think might be like my kind of vibe. And then I contact them and maybe they say oh, oh that's super smart yeah and if you're not like maybe now's not the time i'm like okay then i'm gonna circle back in six months and okay yeah. i look at the rosters and be like do they have anybody else like me what kind of roles are they looking at um does it jive with kind of how i you know mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. i am yeah and so you just have to research who is like and my manager kj cash from cnc management 
So when COVID hit, he was online every day at three o'clock Denver time doing these live Instagrams. And I was listening and learning and I just liked him every day. Mm -hmm. I would set my alarm and I'd listen and I'd be like, hello, you know, I'd, you know, chime in and everything. And he'd bring in casting directors and I'd submit it to him and I didn't, I wasn't chosen. He assigned so many people. And then all these months later, I was like, oh, is there any way we can chat about, just get some advice about my career? And he's like, I remember you yeah. from, from, he's like, you were on there every day and you, you know, you were so like positive. And so he's like, I'm like, do you have suggestions of how I get into Atlanta? And he's like, I have one better. He's like, do you want to audition? Like, right. I'm like, like right now. And then he signed me. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's That's just building so that cool. like, yeah. Find your people that like your vibe of like, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, do you feel like you are a person, you are an extroverted person or an introverted person? Because mm -hmm. all of these things you're saying feel like a very extroverted type of personality, go-getter, whatever. But I also get the sense of like, you're actually pretty private and caught, you know? And so I'm curious if you are introverted, how you overcome that? I am. People never believe that about me, but I am. Yeah. You'll see me. People will be like, why are you sitting in the corner? And in any class or anything I'm in, I always sit by the door in the corner. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just am like, oh, I don't want to get up in front of everybody. So for me, I've loved the Zoom things because I feel more. <laughs> sure. I'm always like, because um, I know um, I was at a, a workshop at Hamilton Casting and Annie Hamilton's like, Pammy, why are you the last one to stand up? I thought you'd be the first one out there. I'm like, oh, I just don't want to get up in front of everybody. I'm like, <laughs> um, I think one of the things that's actually helped me through, this is interesting. So during COVID, like I said, I'm taking these workshops because mm -hmm. as an actor, I'm always like, oh, what if it's not right? Right. I'm always like, what if it's not right? Or it's not good enough. And then I took one of my self tapes and I had sent it to, you know, casting director from this is us, somebody from criminal mind, somebody from New York. And everyone had, it's, I used the same tape, mm -hmm. completely different feedback. People love this one. This one's like, no, try it. everyone. Had, and I'm like, you know what? There's no right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a different opinion. That's what right. some people love. Some actors, some people don't. You love a movie, someone else doesn't. And I started to think, well, there's there's no right, right? Yeah. You're starting to do it like, well, this is how I'm going to do it. So not everyone's going to love it and that's okay. That's taken a long time for me to sort of be okay with that because I am a little bit like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But I think the business side helps me feel confident in reaching out that way. Sure, sure. Um, but then when the the performing side, I'm like, oh, I always, I'm like, oh, uh -huh. I don't know, I'm not uh -huh. going to laugh, or what if I, that just sucked, or, you know, uh -huh. and then we all have those days where we're like, what am I doing? With yeah. Y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> go through it, but luckily it's not usually the same day, so you can reach out to your friends, and they're like, no, keep going. Just yeah, keep going. yep, yes. Um, and you know, it's interesting, about, I think it was a year ago, I was at an awards dinner uh, for the Will Rogers Motion Picture Um foundation and they were honoring elizabeth banks and she won pioneer of the year nice. and afterwards um i got to chat with her a little bit and i just said okay i'm an actor from denver like what advice do you have and she's like keep going i'm like i know but she's like keep going just yeah. keep going yeah. and I'm like it's so hard she's like i know but you just have to keep going i'm like and i always always it's been resonating with me especially this past yeah. year yeah like, we're doing and oh my god I, you have to just yeah. Number thing too, like keep going. One of these is just, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. There's, there's something, you know, whether it's, it's really big or, or something small and continuous, there's always something, the step beyond, uh, oh, I got to stop doing this. Isn't that crazy? Like, like you can, 
I feel like we need to encourage other performers to, you know, like yourself, take classes. I've been taking classes since June too, because it's just been something good in the vein of not having any, you know, real jobs pop up. Uh, but uh, I guess what other advice personally do you have for, uh, you know, performers of, you know, like who are just getting started, who are, um, you know, maybe well into their careers, especially during now outside of, you know, keep going and take classes. Do you have something like internal or intrinsic that really helps you uh, kind of push ahead that you can maybe push on to, to someone else? Yeah, I keep thinking too, like in the keep going thing, just because it's so hard when you're just like, what am I doing? Because then all of a sudden, like one more thing hits. I'm like, oh, now I have an audition. You get so <laughs> and then it's quiet for weeks. And I'm like, nothing's happening. What am I doing? But then I start to, I think you have to think about like, why am I doing this, right? Because I love it and I love it. And mm -hmm. so in thinking about that, I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's quiet and I have no auditions. Okay, well, then I'm going to make something myself. <laughs> yeah. Right? You can do yeah. it you know, and like, you can find other pieces of it maybe that are fun. Or I could be like, does anyone need help with an audition? Cause I just love playing. Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to find other pieces of it too, that make me happy. Like, cause I'm like, I love doing all of it. So instead of focusing on like myself <laughs> most of the time, but I like to think like, what else can I do? Um, and, and again, I feel like so many people like kind of drop out because it is, it is hard, you know, but if you can, just, again just keep going just yeah even if it's something little like you know what I'm gonna volunteer and I'm gonna help someone do this or or I'm gonna spend three weeks and it's okay to take a break too like I took like a couple weeks where I was like I am just not even I'm not like, yeah. submitting myself to anything I'm just gonna take a breather I'm gonna watch some of my favorite shows and binge watch some new things and I am um, I guess every year SAG does a random a selection and I was chosen to be on the nominating committee for the SAG. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I've been watching, I'm trying, and I'm trying to do what I'd want someone to do for me. So give everything like at least like a half an hour of my, just like, just to give it a chance. So um, I've been like trying to watch things that I never would have seen before. Mm -hmm. um, trying to get the focus off of what I'm not doing and just like, look at something else. Cause then you kind of. Right. Right. Your head, you know? Yeah. So um, when you're not, focusing on work stuff and acting and whatever, what are some other things that you like to do for fun? What keeps you busy or, you know, what, what are you binge watching? Things like that. Like, well, normally I'd be out shopping, but I'll <laughs> turned into like every day is another package is getting delivered. Uh -huh. shopping. But, um, I am like an astronomy geek. So I'm, outside a lot with my telescope. I so, love that. Yeah. So um, I'm looking outside with my telescope where there's been a lot of cool things happening this year too. Mm -hmm. um, and if I'm not doing that, I'm hanging out with my fat rescue dogs. We bought a blow up hot tub when COVID hit. Cause I'm like, I need another space to go to. So right. Um, and then I found these really cool shows that I'd never seen like on Netflix. Like I saw, um, did you guys see Queens Gambit? No, no, but I've heard yet. of it. Yeah. It's amazing. I didn't even really? know what it was about, but I heard about it. And I, like I said, yeah. I tried things at least a little, I'm like, oh my God, I got sucked right into that. That was fantastic. And I'm watching this show called um, The Spanish Princess, which I think is amazing. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I've seen the ads for that. Oh, and then no. I saw the show You, starring yes. Penn Badgley. Yes. Sorry. It's creepy. Pleasure. I don't, don't know that me. one. I don't it's know it. creepy and fascinating. Oh. Yes. Season three so, next year. Um, and and then the um, 
the Umbrella Academy, which I know you're totally, <laughs> that's where you need to be, right? Yes. But you're sort of doing that. Like I watch what you're posting and you're doing it the right way, like tagging it and this and hey, I could be this and show them mm -hmm. what you could be, right? Mm -hmm. It's just pure that's desperation awesome. that fuels your dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me yeah. do it. Let me be a part Make of it. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been watching those and then this is so funny because a few years ago, I guess it was a while ago, there's a show called Heart of Dixie and it was my favorite yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I've literally rewatched the whole entire season, like all of it, like twice because I just, it's like Happyville and right. I wish I just want to go live there. I actually Googled it and it's not a real place. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, is there really a place? Um, there isn't. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing and um during the day when I can't see the stars. Um, I tried to take some Spanish lessons through this oh, app. Nice. And then I was trying to work on my sign language a little bit too, because there was that Coursera. I think they opened up all their classes for free, right? All online yeah. through like Yale University. And I was like, oh, I'll check out some stuff. So yeah. I'm trying to take advantage while I can, because. Yeah. Have you heard of the, the, I think it's on Netflix, um, the show Deaf You, where it's, uh, it's like a reality TV show um, where all of the, it's based on the only solely deaf, entirely deaf university in America. And it follows the students there. And apparently it's full of drama and stuff, but it, a friend of mine was telling me about it and just how deaf culture is really its own culture and there's lots you know and and it was i haven't watched it yet but i'm really interested in it but yeah I'll, deaf I'll you it. yeah i'll totally watch it my friend nikki um she is a deaf actor here in colorado and she's so funny like she's so funny and I, I, like she says something like everyone's like what did she say i'm like i think she said my gluten-free sandwiches in the kitchen i was like how did you know that this is like, yeah like, yeah I, don't know. I somehow get what she's saying she's really animated but she, it's interesting. It's things that we take for granted. Like we'll go, we went to a restaurant and they just, she had the worst time ordering. Mm. She literally, she brings a pad a lot. Yeah. And I was, and the waiter was frustrated and that annoyed me. I'm like, don't yeah. you dare get frustrated. Like, right. yeah. you know, so, um, but it's just things like her, her trying to go through a drive-thru. Like it's things oh, that yeah. you take for granted. Um, I'll definitely check out that show though. Yeah. 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 I haven't heard of that. Well, yeah, I can't remember which streaming service it's on, but it's it. I'm, I haven't started it yet because I have a feeling I would also get sucked in and I, I'm still trying to figure out my regular schedule. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> Gambit. It's yeah. It's so good. And then I was watching that cult show with. Um, oh, the Nexium cult one, The Vow. I haven't started that yeah, one either because I know. Oh. Is that? It's all, it's a, it's a, I think it's what, a former member of Nexium. Yeah. yeah. It's like and a whistleblower. And her mom used to be on the original Dynasty. Uh, and um, they got sucked into this whole cult for years. And it's mm -hmm. kind of fascinating because they, like, you can see how they sort of built it up where, like, they start just talking about, well, if you learn all this and pay for all these classes to better yourself, you'll get moved into the next level. Right. Uh, yeah. Next level. And they get Ugh. sucked in more and more. And it's kind of fascinating. Um, oh, yeah. I've been watching, yeah. like, of course, The Bachelorette's back on. And <laughs> so, um, one of my former employees was on The Bachelorette a couple years ago. Wow. Dean Unglert. Dean used to work for me. I love Dean. No. Um, he's in LA now. And it's so funny because I know Dean. Like, yeah. He's a great guy, too. Yeah. So. So it was so funny to watch him and I would text him and he'd, my husband's like, I love that he still texts you back, even yeah. though like, 
love watching this on a Monday night. It's the final four. I'm like, I know he's a great guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you, you said you're, well, you mentioned before, uh, you know, if there's nothing there, create something for yourself. I was gonna ask you, have you tried writing any, any shows or movies or writing your own projects? No. So I, so having written that children's television show mm-hmm. for years, I think writing, I have give so much credit to writers because I think it's super difficult and challenging. And like, and like every time I would try, like it's overwhelming in my brain that I'm like, Oh, cause I have all these story ideas and I, I can't, it's like, it's, it, I know I will get sucked down that road, like 24 seven wanting mm-hmm. to get it, and get it right and then change it. I haven't written anything myself. I have all these ideas. And so sometimes when people write things, I'm like, yes, send them. I'd love to read it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, have you guys written anything? Uh, I mean, I spend most of my time writing movies and TV shows and working on a pilot right now. And it's, it, I, I feel the same feelings you just described every <laughs> single time, but it's fun. Um, that's what, uh, no cards are for, but yeah, uh, you, you do D and D. So it's kind of like you're writing. I guess, your own. Well, yeah, but I'm not the, I don't, um, uh, I, yes, I'm a nerd. I play D and D with my brothers. Um, but, uh, I'm not the game master, so I don't really have to do the storytelling. Oh, Alan, damn. my, one of my brothers, Alan has told me I should, because it's basically like stage managing only, you know, uh, uh making believe with fighting characters. Um, <laughs> No, I, I I write a blog and stuff, but I, the last time I wrote a play was uh, mandated in college and um, it's the only one I've ever written and that's probably the only one I ever will write, so. <laughs> thing. Like, honestly, I give so much, I mean, because I just yeah. think, I, you know, some of my friends are just beautiful writers and I'm always yeah. like, that's amazing. Um, I'm like, I'd like to be the vessel to get that out. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, oh, my- yeah. Oh. I love working on new works. I hate like I can't read a play people are like oh you should read this play and I'm like I don't I know I should but it's really hard it's not like reading a book you know what I mean and so but when I get to be a part of the development process of it it's great yeah 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 uh oh actually I think most local artists would ask you this as well having a SAG membership in a state that's really known for non-union work how like how is that going mm-hmm. um i i received my letter three years ago still haven't signed up uh because i'm afraid i'll start losing jobs but do you feel like you just you find a different niche as far as working in colorado or is that why you're looking closer to out-of-state stuff and, That's and why i'm stuff? looking more out-of-state because yeah. um there's just not a lot of union work mm-hmm. here um there's a lot there's a ton of non-union i keep seeing things i'm like oh Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do like being part of the union and, and the different like benefits that has and, mm-hmm. and just like their protocols and you know that if you're involved in a project like that I figure if someone takes the time to go through all those steps too to make it union that they're going to be right. too um but um yeah it's hard because I, I love so many indie projects here like and everybody I'm like oh I want to be in that so bad yeah <laughs> I know it's a great thing so would you yeah. ever consider moving to like LA or somewhere mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think if I booked something, because like I always say, like I will be wherever I need to be for mm-hmm. as long as I need to be, depending mm-hmm. on whatever it is. And I guess mm-hmm. that's how I talked to you know my agent in LA too. I was like, 
I will be like, if there's a recur anything, you know, um, and you know, I've taken um, Marie McMaster in New Mexico. I take her like mock dishing classes. I love her. She's really yes. funny. She gives great feedback, but I love her. So I'm always like, I will be wherever you need me to be. Like you tell me and I'm there, you know, cause I know again, like New Mexico is kind of, you know, keeping it to that, to their, their state as well right now. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I, I would move in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My husband and I have talked about it. I'm like, I hope I have that problem. But, um, and I do hope that more union projects do come to Colorado because I think sure. it's just a great place to film. You know, yeah. I have, um, there's a project that um, I'm in called, hold on a second, I'm going to double check the name in case nothing has changed. And I'm really excited about this project and it's a SAG project. And, oh, good. Um, I'm just going to make sure nothing's changed, but it's called Lying. Hold on a second. I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. It's called Lying Together and it's a comedy. It's like a rom-com. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. And it's with Tim Nolte and Jeff Rude. And um, they, we, I went to the, the state capitol with them. They pitched it. It got the approval for the funding for the rebate of Colorado. It's a great project. It's SAG. And it got, we were supposed to film right before it went on hold. Of course. Or with COVID. And so I know they're super um, cautious and they're looking to see like what protocols we need so we can do this safely. Um, mm -hmm. So that's a great project. So there's, I just hope we see more and more of those because there's so many, so many great projects. Yeah. yeah. You, said, you said Jeff Rude, right? Oh, wow. So I, I, I would serve Jeff and his, uh, his camera partner yeah. beer for like two years straight. Nice. So, <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> it's called lying together. And it's such, when I read the script, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be in that project. Uh -huh. That's so cool. Okay, so mom, fun mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When is that, when is that going to move then? Do you guys have any word? No, I know they were, um, we we're talking about it like a few weeks ago. They're just trying to do things, you know, again, like safely and uh, as they should, you know, according to the rules. And I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll see what they can do, but that's yeah. a great one too. And I hope more and more come to Colorado. Um, and we are outdoors. We could film so many things here. We've got so much great talent here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Think of what it is to the cast, crew, producers, director. Like we've got some great actors here. Like yeah. we've got some great talent. So I was hope I, I do hope more and more come here. So we'll see what happens. Um, would you also ever consider going back into theater if given the opportunity or are you like, nah, film is, film's where it's at. Okay. So this is so funny. So <laughs> the introvert side, I'm always like, oh, uh -huh. I like that on film. I could redo it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I give so much credit to theater performers. Yeah. So I'm like, you just go, like it is live. Like mm -hmm. you're there. So you have to like be on point and it's, I, I. I think the stress of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I think if I sang better, I would do it. Sure. I love musicals and that I would do. Yeah. So that makes me really happy. I think I would be like, oh, I could be in the chorus and do some fun thing, but I don't know. I'm going to take my singing lessons. Well, maybe when they do a remake of Grease, the yes. movie version, you can be in that one. <laughs> Well, I signed up for this class at Denver Center Performing Arts online and I thought I signed up for one and then it, it came back and I'm like, what did I sign up for? I'm now taking a Broadway choreography class next <laughs> Monday night. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to hook it up to my TV and I'll do, a, I'll probably hurt myself like 
stretching. <laughs> I'll be doing that class because that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I just take so many different fun things that make me, like I said, if I can't be filming or doing what I want, other things that I like that make me happy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. Oh Being God. in Colorado, are you like an outdoorsy person too or not really? Um, if the mall is outdoors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now. Hike on down to the pavilions. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, if I could shop outside, I'm like, I even have like high heel sneakers. <laughs> no, I'm not the outdoorsy yeah. type at all. That's so funny. I love it. It's just so funny because, like, you know, I grew up in Connecticut, and moved out here a couple years ago, so it feels like outdoorsy people are the people who live here. And if you're not, I always have to ask uh, natives if they're outdoorsy people or not well since i'm originally a philly girl that's true that's true you're right you're right it's like halfway through high school and college out here so that's fair um, yeah no and then i was at csu i was a trital up there and our sorority wasn't overly like yeah yeah oh i love it (laughs) um what is like one of your favorite stories to tell from you know even working at dish or work like what's a really crazy thing that you don't know would ever happen to people outside of this industry, you know, like. Um, I was at a movie premiere just for work. I was invited. Um, Universal Pictures invited me and I went to see, I think this was um, The Breakup with Jenny. And and, um, so I went and two of my employees came with me and we went to to LA and then we went to the after party. And then this guy the whole night was like, do you remember me? <laughs> I met you earlier. I was like, oh yeah, what was your name? Like, he's like, do you remember my name? I'm like, kind of. I'm like, John. He's like, no, it's Jonah. I'm like, yeah, Jonah, Jonah, whatever. And I went to this other party, and this other guy, Justin Long, who is fabulous, invited my friend. <laughs> so we go with Justin to this, we meet Justin at this other party, and his friend is there. He's like, do you remember me? Remember me? I'm like, oh, right. He's oh like, what me? I'm like, oh, I he's like, it's Jonah. I'm like, okay, Jonah. So we were sort of like their date for the night. So we went to all these parties. And this is like before we knew that Jen and um, what's his name? Or Vince Vaughn were a couple and they were there and they were holding hands at this after after party at the polo lounge at Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and so then they took us but here's me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm old enough to be everybody's mom, right? Mm-hmm. So then we're in this limo and we're with Justin Long and Jonah Hill. Yes! Waiting for that. They're so great. Like they were awesome and so nice. And so Jonah's like has his arm around me. He's like, this is half for balances and half for crush purposes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we go to this place. It was like called the Velvet Margarita or something. We're all hanging out there. Um and I seriously stayed out. I was really proud of myself because I stayed out till like 5.30 in the morning. But Jonah was going to film because he's like, I have to go. My parents are taking me to the airport. I'm like, you live with your parents? (laughs) No, they're driving me. I think he was going to film. um, What's his, what is like the. Superbad? Yes. Oh my goodness. I have this really cute picture. We're standing there like I'm in a dress and it's me and Jonah. Like, hey. We're like hanging out, but yeah. So um, that was I end up in those random situations where you're like, you know. Oh my good, that oh that's the best story. Wow. Tyler's insanely je- jealous of the fact that you hung out with Justin Long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his brother was there. His little brother was there, and they were great. They took us with them in their like 
little, they had like an SUV limo for the night. So we went with them. They took us everywhere. They made sure we got home safe. Like they were awesome That's guys. Awesome. Great guys. I love that. And super talented, so that was fine. Oh, yes, my goodness. That was a random situation. I yeah. think they may have mentioned that story on Justin's podcast a couple months ago. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I think it was the, because Jonah Hill was on an episode of the podcast. I'm pretty sure they mentioned that. Like, it was hilarious. Oh, oh, no, here's the best part. Here's the best part. And Jonah tried to hold my hand or something, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm married and I'm yeah. like 15 years older than you. He's like, but if you weren't, we'd have it going on, right? I'm like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. They were awesome and funny and cool. And it was just like a random, like, I love when I end up in those. Like I went to a right. I also was invited to the um Good Shepherd premiere in New York and my husband right. took my husband was with me and he he saved a table next to the food at the after party because he wanted to be close to all the food. I'm like, okay, you sit next to the buffet. I'm going to go use the restroom. So I left my phone, my purse at the tables, little round tables. And so I'm kind of trying to find the restroom. I have this long gown on. It was really formal. Um, and I get shuffled into this other room and I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm standing next to Angelina Jolie and her husband. It was a lot taller than I expected, but, and I was so confused because I'm like, oh my God, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Like, this is the VIP, like, section. So I was like, oh my God. And so people were taking pictures. She's like, do you want to get in the photo? I'm like, oh, no, that's okay. I'm not going to ruin somebody's photo. Right. And like, I will send it to you. I'm like, okay. So she grabbed me really tight. We take this picture and this nice girl. I'm like, I don't have my phone. I have nothing. She's like, I will send, like, and she did, you know, before that's I, awesome. so my husband comes to find, I wasn't, I wasn't going to leave because right. oh, this happened. Matt Damon's there. So then my husband, has, there's this really funny picture because Garth, you see him looking over this balcony and I'm down there going like this. I'm just standing here laughing and he's like, oh my God. So I, I told the guy, I'm like, I'm just going to get my husband. So I brought Garth down there with me. He's like, this is insane. And I'm like, you missed the last 40 minutes yeah. by your food table. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed your buffet. But yeah, so I brought him in there with me. But it's those random situations where you're, like I, I said, that. I'm always open to it. Like, okay. I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> you also like went. Oh you were you intended to go to the bathroom, so yeah. you're also now like forty and I minutes. Never went. I was just gonna say I <laughs> wasn't gonna leave the bladder. <laughs> Your body just shut like, down. Like, no, this is priority one. I was like, I'm not drinking a thing. I'm not taking a sip of water. I'm just gonna hang out here because I don't want. I'll that. never get back in. Yeah, yeah. I end up in those random situations that I'm like, huh. Oh wow! That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> who's uh? I mean, who's your favorite person you've met of that like celebrity caliber when you're put in those situations? Um, like if you have like, a favorite. Um, I would say, and I know a lot of people are not like fans of Russell Brand, but I loved Russell Brand. Yeah. I just thought he was so funny and so nice. And I think um, in last year, and then oh, and Tom Cruise was actually really really nice. Um. He's very focused on you and he sure. talks. I just thought he was like, this is going to sound like a weird description, but you know, people that you feel like he's like, um, like a royalty or something. He's very, um, and he was kind of quiet and huh. so nice. And I, yeah, he was really nice because I was at a different dinner with the Real Rogers Foundation and Tom was winning the award and he had a great speech for actors too. He was awesome. And he, 
and I was at this end table and he came over to shake my hand, but his handlers went the other way, but he still came to shake my hand. There was a table full of champagne glasses and he almost took it out. And he goes, that could have been bad. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, you're so cool for even coming over. Like, really nice. I thought that was really nice because he certainly didn't have to do that. Um, I just, a lot of the stars I met just, and it's interesting because I, oh, and Jason Bateman was awesome too. Oh, (laughs) he's great. It's just like how he is, right? Like, we're all people. And I think like, you know, like they're people. And I was like, we thought you were so good. And he's like, it was at the couples retreat premiere. And he's like, oh, did you say that to all the actors? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Everyone's been awesome and super nice and humble. And Jen Aniston, my mother introduced me to her dad who's Victor Kuriakis from Days of Our Lives. So uh-huh. I, was I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she was laughing because she thought that was really funny because I'm like, oh my God, I love your dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not you, you're just your dad. No. Like, you're good. Friend, he's okay. Anyway. His dad. I'm like, I love your dad. Oh, that was that same night at the um, breakup premiere. Oh, that's oh so funny. God. I love that. that yes. uh, so let's... <laughs> Oh, I, I'm getting like I'm celebrity flush right now. Um, <laughs> like, so, why can't I be one of those? Yeah. Right. Someday someone will be excited to meet me and I'll yeah. be like, oh, no, what that feels like. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I want to ask you that. Now, where, where do you want to be in two years? Let's, let's say two years because COVID's pushed everything. Um, do you want to be in a different state? Do you want to be in LA? Do you want to be on that Disney show? Do you want to be on a Chris Nolan set? Like what? If you picture yourself two years from this day, where would you be right now? I want to be on in a Disney show. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. be on a, or on a sitcom, mm-hmm. uh, recurring well with my fam. Like mm-hmm. my, I want it to be like my my TV family, um, and I want to be in a a movie that makes people think about a situation that in a different way that they never mm-hmm. thought about. Something that people even go, I never thought about that. Like something that mm-hmm. is like life changing, where you're just like, that was really interesting. Um, in a movie that is one of those, like, doesn't have to win awards or anything, but just something where people are like, I keep thinking about that. I never thought about it that Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm. I like those ones that make you think a lot, but yeah, Yeah. probably, I think I'd be in LA and I think I would be, I probably wouldn't mind my commute from my beach because I want to live by the ocean. I'm such a beach girl. I love Mm -hmm. the ocean. Um, It's like my (laughs) my thing. Um, And I wouldn't mind my commute to Disney Studios to film. Right, right. Doing what I love and living where I love and being with people I love and feeling like, because I don't ever want to look back and be like, oh, what if I, I think when you asked me earlier, when you say like, keep going, what does keep me going is the thought that what if I don't? And then a year from now, I I just, because I watch people too. I'm like, I'm so inspired by, you know, some of my friends' careers. I'm like, that's amazing. Uh Because I have to back it like not what's not where we're headed but like look how far look how much we've done like this mm-hmm. huge, so awesome so when I get in those like oh my god what am I doing and I'm not gonna I, I think we all felt like I'm always like oh I'm not good enough I'm not good enough or oh I'm not pretty enough I'm not you know so yeah. I think you have to be like well I'm gonna do what I love and hopefully it'll happen and we'll you know like yeah. I said I have to be open to like when someone offers you something don't just be like no like right okay maybe um, and just keep thinking like, cause if I say no, or I don't do something or I quit, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I was so close. What was I thinking? I accomplished so much. Like, what if I kept going? What if mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. if going the other way? Like I should, I'll be like, what if I keep going? Like there right. could be so much. Right. You know? If, um, 
the entertainment industry, like not even COVID related, but just for whatever reason, it just stopped. Like we don't do movies anymore. It's not like not a thing. What do you think you would pursue instead? Like what is, you know, you've talked about oceanography and astrology and, um, and all that stuff. Like, what do you see yourself maybe doing instead if, you know, for whatever reason acting wasn't viable? Entertainment industry is gone and it's yeah. like longer a thing. Yeah. I, um, I think I would, yeah, I'd probably go back to school um, and study something maybe more like, because I always think I'd be fun to be like an engineer and learn, even though I'm terrible mm -hmm. at math, but just learning. <laughs> I, I am fascinated. And there was a, actually, I did take some um, astronomy classes in college. And uh -huh. it was all yeah. yeah, I actually did. Okay, I did take an oceanography class in college. That's awesome. And it was all physics and so hard that I was like, uh, here we go again. I'm like, oh my God. But I went every day and it was five credit class and nobody showed up. It was 7 a.m., five days a week. And I sat in the front row and I ended up getting really sick. I didn't know I was allergic to gluten and dairy. Uh, and it was like, really, like I was in the hospital yeah. and I a lot of school. And so the professor said, tell you what, he's like, we're going to skip the midterm because it was just a midterm, a final, and a paper. He's like, so when the, you know, end of year comes, we'll just do the final and the paper. So then when it came time for the final, I was like, I wrote a paper on um, my, I did a paper on, I think it was on, I'm trying to think, wasn't the whale. I did it on like some kind of a mammal. Mm -hmm. It was the, I think I used a kid's book too. And I researched it and I wrote it. I even put it in pictures. And so the guy was so nice. He said, I didn't have to take the final. He gave me an A because it was the best paper on, I have to remember what it was on. Manatees, um, dolphins, whales. <laughs> <laughs> Platypi. <laughs> Aquaman? Either. It wasn't a dolphin. It was something different. I want to say it was a turtle. I can't remember what I did really. Ooh, okay. I think, and he said that, um, yeah, he said, because I showed up every single day in class and I smiled mm -hmm. and I was there and I was positive. He just gave me a five credit A. And then all my sorority sisters were like, what? So they all had to take it the next semester. They're like, this isn't happening the same way. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm really lucky. With this. Yeah. I, showed up, I showed up every day and I went, even when That's I was amazing. That's so wow. fun. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, it's yeah. just, uh, I don't know, it kind of rolls back to that college anxiety. Like, I have to be here for, okay, all mm -hmm. right. This is going to be tough for the next three months. Yeah, I definitely oh. didn't take early morning classes because I knew that wasn't going to happen. So. You guys ever have those dreams where like, I forgot to go to, I have it all the time, at least twice a week where I forgot to go to like school the whole semester and then it's finals. And I'm like, oh my God. I didn't go to class or I can't find my class. Mm -hmm. I, I have a dream about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, I can't find my class or I totally forgot to go. Like, oh my God. So oh, yeah. I, uh, it was a year ago. I woke up at 2 a.m. in my studio apartment and got ready with my backpack, no books inside of it, getting ready to drive to CU Denver to go to school, thinking I was still in college. No, I, uh, could, I totally get that. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I know. That's I, so funny. That is funny. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would go back and like study something or maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, like something more, like a little bit deeper that I know I like, um, like the oceanography or the things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, maybe I could do something in a, in a different capacity because I'm not like the physics. Right, math. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more the overseer, the, yeah. the project manager. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would love to like, if I didn't, wasn't working entertainment, I would find my way to get a job at like Lockheed Martin or something where I am working in the space or mm -hmm. space 
stuff mm-hmm. where I can do something like operationally or something because I love it. I'm always yeah. That's probably what I would do. I like that. That's a good idea. And I have to ask, what's your favorite uh, ocean in, uh, animal? My ocean animal? Yeah. Okay, they terrify me and fascinate me at the same time, but it's the shark. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been in the ocean over my knees because I'm terrified of shark. Like, I swear. Oh. Terrified. I won't even swim a pool at night if it's dark because I can't what? swim. What? <laughs> no. I don't know if it's because I saw Jaws when I was a little girl, yeah. but I'm literally, like, I'm terrified, but I, I'm obsessed with them. There's, like, mm-hmm. the shark on Shark Week that, if you watch Shark Week on Discovery Channel, there was a thing where the same week, Every two years, the shark would come and attack somebody on the same beach. Oh, what? Yeah. Every two years, the same beach. So I'm like, I was kind of fascinated. I like Jason Voorhees of sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Weird. Fascinated with those things. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Well, I know we're running short on time, but yes. uh, we do want to ask you, is there anything you wish to plug for or your episode? Promote or, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I would say, um, yeah, check out, I would say check out Invisible, the virtual table read. You can see IMDb if you want to click okay. on that. It's going to be, we're hoping that gets made. I think that'd be amazing. Um, and hopefully lying together gets made too. Yeah. And like, and just, we should all be checking out each other's stuff and helping each other too. You know, it, yeah. MDB ratings and no, you guys are awesome. And thank you for having me. And yeah. I, all I would say is when we all have that feeling of like, I can't, we just have to just, just know that moment's going to pass. Yes. So just yeah. go do something else and then think about it in like 24 hours. Okay. Totally. <laughs> Sleep on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody ever like needs help on the business for one thing, call me. I'll help anybody like anything you need. You heard it here first listeners. Man. Call Pam. Yeah, right. She yeah. We'll give you her personal cell phone. Yeah. Our social. Five, five, five. <laughs> Call Pam. Yeah. Along with Jonah Hill's forwarding mailing yes. address. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I mean, it's been awesome talking to you. And oh, you guys too. Yeah. Really nice. Thank you so, so much. much well, yes. You. And uh, you want to you wanna hit up our... Oh, yes, I guess, yes. This is the time where we always have to promote us, too. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we are on all of the social... Well, the three main ones. Um, <laughs> I just started... I mean, we're not on a Tumblr or, I don't know, all of those other new uh, things. Gross. Reddit, who knows. Um, but Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook all are at PWRP Podcast. So please follow us on one or more of those because um, we always update when we release new episodes, we're trying to be better about upcoming episodes and giving little teasers for that kind of stuff. So um, yes, please follow us there. Uh, If you'd also like to be a guest of this podcast and you want to uh, share your story, just email us at pwrp.pod at gmail.com. We'll get back to you right away. Absolutely. Oh, and um, I'm going to share all your stuff too. Yay! Yay! Yes, please. Um, But uh, also, you know, even when the Patreon's released or even now, please, um, whatever listening service you listen to us on, because we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Pandora even, um, you know, like try to give us a rating if you have a second or write a review because that'll also help increase our listener base, which would be really, really great. I mean, every week we release some an episode, more people listen, and it's very exciting for us. And we just want to, we want to get people's stories out there. So, yeah. and we're also narcissists. So it's, <laughs> It works on both ends. Uh, 
but yeah, without further ado, we'd like to, Pam, we'd like to have you uh, participate with us. We always do an awkward goodbye. So whatever is the most awkward. Um, Thanks for listening, listeners. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.